Hey listener, this is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou, reminding you that if you love our podcast, please rate and subscribe on iTunes, SoundCloud, Classmates.com, or wherever you consume our show. We also want to remind you that if you have any questions, comments, or would like to unload on our latest podcast, please call us at 405-806-0476 or write us at listener at beerbloodbayou.com. Thanks. Beer, Blood, and the Bayou contains adult language, graphic descriptions of delicious hop treats, and real crimes perpetrated in and around the greater Houston metropolitan area. Viewer discretion is advised. Bitches. Merry Christmas, everybody. This is Ralph from Beer, Blood, and the Bayou. Uh, it is uh, 11.36 on Christmas Eve. I've got about half a dozen gifts left to wrap. I'm running a little bit behind tonight. But uh, I would be amiss if we did not try and get out our Christmas cast for this year. I guess, technically, our first Christmas cast. So, on tonight's show, there's not going to be any murder... There's not going to be any Bayou. It's just Brower and I going out to Bearded Fox, talking to those guys, Mike Sturm and Marcus Garcia, about what it takes to start a brewery. Um, but before we get into that conversation, uh, we tried something out that we really enjoyed and something that I initially envisioned when we started this podcast was to kind of bring this podcast um, out to the breweries, out to the folks, and uh, do a live group tasting. So it went really well. Brower actually told a brewer to his face that his beer looked like piss. So I have to give him credit for that. Following the group tasting, you're going to hear an extended interview um, with Mike Sturm and Marcus Garcia of Bearded Fox. And then at the very end, we bring on uh, Wanda Sturm, who is married to Mike Sturm, to talk about the trials and tribulations of being married to somebody uh, who started a brewery. So, with that, we'll go directly to the group tasting. All right, so here we are. This is the first big group beer tasting at Beer Blood in the Bayou. All right. So, we're here with Mike. And, uh, Mike, you want to talk about the beer real quick? We're about to taste. Let's let Marcus talk about the beer. This Marcus, get over here. Come on, Marcus. Come on, Marcus. Come on, Marcus. You got to do it. Marcus's baby. He, he, he came uh, up with it. He makes it. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh, sorry, sorry. Hey, this is Brower here. What what the hell is this called? What is this? What is this shit? This is Brother Renard. Brother Renard. Okay, so it's Brother Renard. So tell me about it. What kind of what kind of style is it? It's a it's a Belgian tripel. Okay. That we put together. Uh, it's got some crystal and some uh, tetanine okay. and some saws uh, hops in it. And we use some Belgian-style candy that we put in there to get the ABV up. It's sitting right at 10.8% uh, right now. Oh, my God, 10.8. So drink it carefully. You okay. Okay. <laughs> you can have this one. I haven't had this one. All right, good deal. So 
if we look at so what we do we're gonna do like a standard beer tasting here okay so let's look at the color so what kind of color are we dealing with here uh it's more of a it's a little darker than an amber okay it's a little bit darker than amber Hang on a second. This looks like uh, like really disgusting pee. Like just, I'm not sure what this is. This is a it's like a like a like a shitty looking t- like a like a like a, like a like a sweet tea. I'm not sure. Yeah. So always leaves this guy to like not like beer. Anyhow, all right. So let's do it if we could. So what what are we gonna get on the nose if we do a nose? Oh, uh, you'll get the coriander. Yeah. So we put a little coriander in there. We'll spice it up a little bit. You like coriander? Not the coriander. The coriander. You gotta, you gotta cut that. Man. You gotta have it. Okay. Cool. All right. So, everybody, let's do a quick cheers. Cheers. Brower's a tool. Cheers. That's really good. All right. Wait a second. I, I, I tell you, I don't hate it. I don't love it. I don't hate it. It tastes like a, uh, like kind of like a warm sort of a like a like a pepperminty kind of it has a minty weird flavor to it so what i like is at least you know what he's doing though he's at least telling you this to your faces there you go you know and because like you know most of the time he does have a backbone and no he just no he no he talks in oblivion no he yeah exactly he's a radio tough guy thank you very much when we were in college i called this guy a telephone tough guy and you know what he did he hauled ass to where i was at and showed up that's right he did yeah, to confront of him, tell him, "Come on, hit me, motherfucker!" I said, "No, I'm not going to jail for hitting some little girl." Are you kidding me? <laughs> Anyhow, well, hey, listen, guys, thank you so much for having us out. We really appreciate it. Thank y'all. Thank y'all. Thank you for having us. Thank you. You guys take care. All right, to these guys, cheers! I don't want to be too informal here, but uh, how you guys doing? Doing wonderful. Yeah. <laughs> awesome right Excellent. now. Yeah, very good. So here we are. We're at Bearded Fox. That's right, we're everybody. With, uh, we're at Brower's uh, favorite little uh, local awesome brewery down the street. And I'm really excited because Brower set this up. Well, and, uh, yeah, absolutely. I've been after him for months. Months. Yeah. Right. About when, is, when are y'all going to come and do a show yeah, from here? Yeah. And uh, I'm, no, I'm really glad, and I'm glad you set it up. Yeah, me too. I'm glad he built the relationship, and we're very, very excited. All of our listeners well, excited. So what I'll say, okay, here's what I'll say. I, I was, uh, I used to be very anti, anti brewery, anti craft beer. I don't you used know to make why. Fun of me. I mean, <laughs> I literally, know, like, I do not know why. You know, not know why. But geographically, this is a place that just so happened to be the closest to my house, and I was like, you know what? I'm going to go in there, and I'm going to fucking give them a try. I'm yeah. Gonna, I'm going to see what they're all about. Yeah. I walked in and. There was no pretension, no bullshit. Everyone was like super friendly, super cool. Yeah. They were like okay with like trying this and like they there was no uh, like for instance, first time I ever went to a petrol station. I had never been there before. I asked for a Miller Lite. I have never been Oh ne- yeah. I have never <laughs> been ma- made to feel so fucking stupid. Well, you are stupid. asking for a beer at a bar. You're not very yeah. Yeah. So anyway, uh so yeah, the, I, I've never been so humiliated. But anyway, uh, everyone's been nothing but great and friendly, and like, you can tell, 
It's a real wonderful environment, and uh, and the beer was great. Yeah. Uh, I, the first beer I ever had was Foxpaw. It was, it was it was really good. And then I started, eh, you know what? Let me diversify. See what else they have. Turns out there's stuff that's even better, and I I, I love it. Yeah. So enough about you, Brower. That's Let's right. talk about these but guys. That, hey, that's what got me here. That's what that's what keeps me coming back. Can we can we at least introduce our guests? Oh my kid, dude, my kids love coming here. Can we least can we least introduce our guests first? Is it okay? Oh, I forgot. This is beer, blood, and yeah. Brower. I know this isn't about you. <laughs> that's right. No, it's what a fucking dick. Okay. I know. Mr. Mike Strum, how are you doing? I'm good. It's Sturm. S-T-U-R-M. Sturm? Sturm, not the Strum. No. It's all right. Not but it's not spelled. S-T-U-R-M. Oh, okay. I thought it was... Okay. I'm an idiot. No, no. Like him. Nobody's right. Up here, up here. Cool. And Marcus, what's your Marcus. last name? Garcia. Garcia, how are you doing, man? I'm good. So I'm thanks good. for having us. Really, really appreciate it. He's been singing your praises nonstop. Very yeah. glad we came out here. Uh, to the point where I, I've become some sort of uh, accidental fanboy uh, on yeah. our own podcast. Yeah. But he won't anyway. stop. It's always like Bearded Fox. Like, <laughs> no, listen, if you go through the archive, like seriously, he always brings up. Mm-hmm. He throws your name out there every fucking episode. I've been listening. It's not every. Yeah. It's like, some. I like the beginning, the first couple episodes when y'all were drinking IPAs. And he's yeah. Like, I hate IPAs. I don't yeah. know why you're bringing It was disgusting. And, you know, it that's the disgusting. problem, right? It's like I'm afraid to bring beers on there, right? Because I, uh-huh. I have personal relationships with a lot of these brewers. And I don't want to fucking piss them off. You know? <laughs> I, I, I think center, I've right? developed a close, like, uh, close to a personal relationship with these guys. I fucking love coming here. Yeah. Uh, and I so mean, you know, what I almost did. I almost said, "Fuck this beer. I hate it. it. Fucking sucks." Because he's done it so many times with the people like I know. Uh-huh. But actually, when he when he brought in his aunt Rose, actually it was pretty good. It was Foxpaw. Really it was Foxpaw. Fox yeah. Oh, it was Foxpaw. Okay. And you're drinking uh, Brother Renard. Now. Yeah, yeah. Right now I'm drinking Ooh. a ten five Belgian triple and. I don't know if I'm going to last through the entire podcast. But hey, not only do you have, you have this podcast, and we have a party to go to every day. So. Yeah, we do. Yeah, you get a long, you get a long day. So he brother. gave me a half pour, but it's not a half pour. It's like fucking, it's a half pour. It's, half pour. it's, on, it's a legal near, half pour. Legal. Damn near twelve ounces. No, it's, you don't think so? Ain't no. solid. Okay. Ain't solid. Okay. Cool. All right. Well, you know your you know your uh, volume liquid indicators, so I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. That's yeah, cool. cool. Your volume liquid yeah. indicators. Yeah. All right. So first question out of the box, and this is. Purely from Brower, and he asked me to ask you guys this: okay. Who's fucking who? Go. <laughs> right, no, how did it all start? Yeah, how did, how how did it start? all start? So oh, yeah, wow. so 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 how did Bearded Fox come about? Actually, let's let's do one before that, right? How'd you guys get into brewing? Actually, one before that. What was the first beer that you guys fucking tasted that changed your life? That changed like, your beer I, drinking. I, I really like craft beer. I want to get into this. This is very interesting. What was the first beer you guys drank? Oh, wow. That was, that's a long time ago. I.e., not mine a Corona, was, not a Bud Light. Exactly Actually, I'm scared to say mine. Mine, mine, was, uh, mine was that Boston Lager yeah. from Sam Adams. There's nothing wrong with that. That's a good I beer. I drank the crap out of that, that stuff. Was, a, after but was it the Sam first Adams. beer or was it the first real, like, okay, this is not mass-produced shit beer? This, this is the first non-mass-produced okay. shit beer. Yeah. yeah, I was a Budweiser guy from day one. Okay. I could drink 48 Budweiser's in a day. I mean, there was no playing around with that. And my first craft beer was Fat Tire. Oh, yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. That's, a good, that's yeah. a good one, too. Yeah, I was yeah. living in Colorado. <laughs> yeah. We, had, we would do pint nights yeah. in the restaurant that I worked at, and it was dollar pints of Fat Tire. Okay. And I quickly became a fan of Fat Tire. Yeah. And then that's after cool. that, Budweiser just started disappearing. Yeah. It was only craft same beer. Same thing, yeah. After yeah. sort of getting to that Sam Adams stuff, I was like, oh. I don't yeah. want this is way anything else. else. Yeah. yeah. I could drink three of these. Then we started looking it up. The same as 24 of us. I know, but I, I, still, I still never got over. Uh, I, I still like to drink a lot. Like, I, I've always been the kind of guy who's like, who does really well with like long drinking. You know, like, a, I'm a marathon guy. So, uh, drinking heavy, t- uh, non tasty, or uh, uh, drinking heavy, like, heavy taste beers, heavy. You know, full flavor, full flavored yeah. beers 
were always always a problem for me. Not to mention, you know, it makes me feel even more bloated than I really am, and I feel fucking horrible. Yeah. So I always like to drink a light beer that I can drink. You know. You know, 15, 18 of them, no problemo. I told him, like, there's this huge movement going on. He's totally missing out. Keeps calling me a fucking idiot. You're a hipster. Not anymore, dude. He's like, wear your sandals, like, blah, blah, blah. I know. He was, but listen, I, he's I on heard board one now. one of them y'all were talking about. The oh, there he is. Right. Oh, my God. He's got him awesome. on. <laughs> but yeah, I so. I make sure that I had him on. Yeah, nice. I always have him on, though. I mean, it's good. I even have Birkenstock work shoes that are rubber and steel toes. Yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah. Made for the brewery. Good deal, man. There's oh. nothing wrong with that, man. I. He always makes fun of... Um, yeah, well, I mean, do you, where's your Subarus, uh, ma'am? <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, okay, so so those are the beers that kind of started for you guys. So then what? So then, so what What made you decide, like, to get... I, I assume you guys were homebrewers first? Oh, yeah. We yeah. were homebrewers. Homebrewers yeah. for years. Yeah. So, wait, we, we still have day jobs, right? Yes. Yeah, we still do. What, what's our day job? You know, I mean, unless you, you know, I'm a buyer We want to name... A, we need company, position. We need... Every, who's your boss? Yeah, yeah, you know, we need fucking everything. <laughs> <laughs> Start stalking us. Yeah, <laughs> I work for a no, Texas he, he, uh, uh, TPC group. Okay, I'm a buyer for a petrochemical okay, company. Cool. Down Very cool. Nice. And I'm an underwriter for an insurance company. Okay, good deal. Good deal. That's cool. Wow. So you're doing that. I, like, I'm a general manager of a kid business. If you can believe that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> a kid business. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. I, I work I'll for a oil gas company too. So I'll you tell know, you details off the air. Yeah. It's <laughs> nice. okay. Yeah. But you won't have to get into all that. Okay. So so you guys are still you know you're fucking out there making the dough. So what made you guys decide, hey, I want to start a brewery? Like, what, what, what was the story there? A couple of years ago, me and my wife got into another business. Uh-huh. And uh, she still, you know, we just, we just closed it down this past year. And uh, we were looking for another business to start. Yeah. And I like brewing beer. Yeah. And, uh, Who doesn't? I like drinking beer. Fuck yeah. Uh, so I and sat make, down with her for about beer. six months trying yeah. to convince her. To allow you to do this. Yeah. That we want yeah. to do this. And, uh, yeah. She finally she gave me the green light, and you know you don't wait too long after they give you the green light. So wait, to you, actually jump in. She gave you the green light. You gave her the coolest wife of the year award. Yes. And then what happened? <laughs> then I reached out to my buddy Mike over here. Okay. Mm-hmm. And uh, we sort of round troops up and pulled yeah. the team together and got this thing all started. Marcus up. had a business plan that actually made sense, and it was uh, everybody always asks when you're making good beer, why don't you why don't you sell your beer? Yeah. And I always said, this is my hobby. I don't want to make this my job. This oh, is what mm-hmm. I do to relieve stress. So, a new word I came up with today. Job, hobby. Your jobby. Your Boom. Your jobby. That was our jobby. Your jobby. <laughs> He's innovative. It, it is your, He's like it, Steve Jobs. It, it is but a <laughs> hobby you have that you eventually asshole. turn into uh, to work. That's it's right. how you monetize your fun. We're yeah. calling it jobby now. That's jobby. right. That's jobby. good. That's right. Yeah, if, like you, that. if you can monetize your fun, that's yeah. right. It's a jobby. It's a job hobby. I mean, you're fucking, you're fucking sweating. You're working. Yeah. You're working. I came in here and cleaned the toilets. You fucked. Yeah. You cleaned. I don't. I, I can't don't say clean. like I have a clean. You haven't lived a life unless clean you've cleaned a public toilet. Like yeah. that's how you, you know you're a man, right? I mean. Cold. That's right. I I, uh, I used to have to clean. Well, no, actually, I never did. Yeah. Uh, when I worked, in, I worked in restaurants too. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. I always was somehow. First, I always ended up being the toilet cleaner in the restaurant. Yeah. The first uh, public toilet I ever cleaned was at a Sonic drive-in. Oh, so, oh that doesn't sound good at all. Oh, yeah. he was a car hog. Yeah. He wore a, yeah. yeah, he had a little uh, he had change. roller skates on. Yeah, yeah sometimes. He had a change roller belt. Skates? Well, I'll tell you what. So oh, they I get, remember hearing this story. Too, uh, so right. they, they gave us they gave us free food if we wore uh, rollerblades, right? And uh, sometimes I would wear the rollerblades because I oh, wanted a free right. Sonic burger. Now. Uh, and that's okay, right? There's nothing wrong with you that. Might as well ride a scooter, hipster. Yeah. So. Okay. So so okay. So you guys got the plan together. Um, so you guys collaborated 
So you're the head. So you're the head brewer. Is that right? No, no. no? We're, there's no head. There's brewer no head here. brewer here. So no head brewer. So you we're guys all, all together. Brewed, I think if yeah. anybody's the head brewer right now, I'm going to have to call it Dustin. Okay. Oh, that's awesome. Uh, uh, by the way, Dustin uh, just happened to be one of the first two people I met here. Yeah. And uh, he's one of the guys. Like he's a he's a great, super friendly guy. He's a, a good like face for your organization. When when you're introducing new people and has never been here, like mm-hmm. he, he could have very easily give me the you know the fucking turn his nose up at me and I never yeah. would have come back. I'd be like, fuck those guys. They fucking suck. Their beer sucks. <laughs> fuck yeah. them all. I hate them all. Yeah. I'm never going there. Yeah. But uh, it, it was not that not the case. And uh, yeah. So he's uh, done a fantastic work here. Cool. I'd say he's probably the master or the head brewer right now, just because he's at every brew that we do. Yeah. And he cleans up everything after we're done. Okay. Yeah, we got to the point now where we got, we can, me and Mike can ease back a little bit. Yeah. That's oh, good. that's cool, man. Kind of, so, kind of balance, balance yeah. life so with. Are, are, are you guys? Are you two guys the technical owners? Or is there is there more owners? There's more owners. Group? There's seven of us. Uh, okay. Owner, we're the we're owner? the we're the principal uh, equity shareholders. Oh, yeah. Okay. So, but are, are they were they uh, are they just investors and it's like silent partners or, or what? We have no. We have uh, we have uh, most of the brewers here. Actually, Russ, Randy, uh, Trey. They're all kind of uh, yeah. m- minority shareholders. Oh, okay. a sweat equity and volunteers? Yeah, and then we've oh, got um, awesome. a silent partner. That okay. Well, she was silent. She's no now silent she's, Now she's our CFO. <laughs> oh, <Okay>. nice. <laughs> so she's, she's come in. She said, I kind of want to be more involved. I'm there like, ain't that no sounds way. great. Call we'll, give <laughs> <Very cool. laughs> we'll give you a job. We'll give you a job. That's great. Good deal. Okay. No, I, 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 so, um, so you guys started. How long ago did you, you guys start? Uh, first kegs left this brewery January the 30th of 17. God, I love the way you said that. That's awesome. First kegs left then. So, I mean, there's a lot of – I realize there's a lot of work going into that, to the keg Yeah, leaving. it took two years for us to get to get it. first keg. Let's talk about that real quick. So, sorry, real quick. So, tell me about, like, the permitting process, everything. I mean, you don't have to go into, like, extreme detail, but, you know, timeline of, like – so, you guys met, you know, the, the concept you guys got in your heads, like, oh, we want to open a brewery. Mm-hmm. So, from, from that point to actually, you know – First keg, right? Yeah. How long? How long did yeah. that take? That took two years to get first keg. Out. Wow! Now, okay. The first year was spent just buying assets. Okay. When was the first conversation between you and Mike? November of fourteen. Oh okay. wow! Jesus okay. Christ! Okay. Yeah. Then we right. pulled the team together December of fourteen. Okay. Uh-huh. Then I formed it all up January of fifteen. Wow! And wow. Okay. We've been nonstop ever since. Yeah. Okay. Wow. That's awesome. All of fifteen, we bought assets. Yeah, so we bought all our equipment. It's like 15. all your like brewing stuff. Yeah, we pretty yeah. much uh, own sixteen. We spent we looking for a location. Okay, and we got this location uh, September of sixteen. Okay, and then we spent uh, September to December building it all out, mm-hmm. brewing beer. We brewed our first beer right before the new year. Wow. Uh, that's awesome. Kegged it and sold it January of, of seventeen. Yeah, wow. to the shack. So okay, yeah. Shaq oh, the was our first customer. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, nice. That's like oh, really? so. Okay. It, okay, so you think we are now rapidly approaching two years since that date? Have we met ex- uh, met exceeded about where we thought expectations were two years on? We're about where we where we plan to be. Okay, well, good. I mean, uh, we didn't when we looked at this, we didn't want to build something and grow it really fast. I mean, this is all our own money. We don't owe anybody. Yeah, anybody. Oh, that's awesome. That's Zero awesome. Debt. Yeah. Uh, well, so that's we've been growing it slowly ever since. Uh, we didn't want to. There, there have been opportunities for us just to really ju- you know, yeah, jump to, different levels. Yeah, to really escalate. Uh, but it would have taken a lot more money. Uh, 
So yeah. we just well, as long as long as you guys are you know every every single month, I'm sure you guys know this. You're doing very increasing every single month. Yeah, you're, so you guys are doing something right, and 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 we I, we love it here. I, I love it here. My family loves it here. So uh, I mean, I, it's nothing but fantastic. You guys have done nothing but fantastic. Oh, it's great to hear. Uh, and so, the quality is really good. So question right now. So. Um, uh, how many bars are you guys in? Like, just yeah, I mean, do you have a account? Do you guys have a rep, or how many bars we would have, you say you're in, like, in and around the Houston area? We have 92 accounts. Oh wow! And we're probably in any given month in 40 to 50 of them. Okay, very cool. Wow, wow, wow. wow that's the great. other ones, you know, some people will take us off for a little while and rotate them, see, and rotate. Yeah, of course, out. yeah. So yeah. you've got this. You got about a good 30 of them that actually just float. 30 or 40 that float. I mean, Houston's getting really fucking crazy right now i mean it's getting saturated man i mean it's, uh, it's getting saturated so i have some i have some questions down that road i want to get your thoughts on what you thought what you think about the houston market uh i i mean breweries are opening up and i mean how many have them closed in the last six months i guess i think it's been one or two i don't right? i mean I, I just know a couple i mean yeah, i've only heard, heard I'll tell, there's one. a lot more than yeah. i mean they just keep fucking coming right I think the scene is. I, I'm answering for you guys. I don't mean to. No, go for it. I mean, just my, you know, my three cents yeah. as, a, as a fucking fanboy is that I just see it growing. I see nobody closing, you know. And, and I just not only not only that is people are shifting away from where they would have spent their time otherwise. Yes, yeah. right. And 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 one of my questions for you guys is, uh, what are your thoughts on the kid friendly aspect of breweries? I fucking love it because I have kids. Uh, what do you think about it as bar owners, as brewery owners? I mean, do you think that is a that to me? I think you were then targeting a different audience that, that uh, in a market that uh, that says, "Hey, look, normally I would not I would not take my kids to a bar." Yeah. bar. No, we made a conscious effort early on that this was going to be a kid friendly, pet friendly establishment. Yeah, uh, I love it. Uh, I have grandkids. Yeah, they'll be here later today. Gra- yeah, excuse me. <clears throat> mm, ah, mm. <laughs> I mean, I, I, my kids are great. I, I mean. I, 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 I was I was struggling to call them grand. I mean, grand seems like it's a little it's a little much. I, I mean, I think they're y'all, if y'all are here late enough today, you'll see the wonderful. kids and the grandkids. Oh, they're wow, wonderful. Wow. They're fan. I mean, they're, I think they're uh, marvelous. Yeah. I don't know that grand. I mean, are grand is in like as in your children have had children. Yeah. <laughs> yes, children have had children. Yeah. Jesus, Marcus. Yeah, those, yeah. That's that seven year age gap we had just got very wide. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'll tell That's you what, awesome. I mean, in a lot of other countries, it's it's no thing, right? I mean, like, you go to Germany, um, you know, there's tons of beer gardens, and it's a family affair, you know. There's it's, kids everywhere. Yeah, yeah I, I mean, everywhere. There's, a, there's a certain degree of responsibility, obviously, that comes with that, you know. You can have a beer, maybe two, and then, you know, be safe under the limit and, you know, take your family home. But, you know, then there's, yeah. you know, there's the trackers out there basically say no alcohol should be around children at all. But I think that's and, fucking bullshit. To be fair, uh, I've only had, personally, I've only yeah, I come here, the max four beers, you know, and over a course of about two, two and a half, three hours. You know, and then I'm like two streets down, so it's, it's pretty great. And then your wife... Yeah. Like fucking drives you he home. Yells me and yeah. tells me what a horrible person I am. <laughs> reminds me of a loser I can. You be. are a loser. <laughs> but uh, uh, no, I I, uh, I I do think you guys have uh, you guys have something going here. So you you think you've uh, you met all the expectations of where you thought you're going to be at? What do we have? What do we have? I know we have a we're doing an expansion, doing a renovation here. Uh, beside, beyond that, what are some of the new things you guys might be doing going into? Oh, uh, we'll probably we'll uh, in our in our 2019s plan, we're going to put another two more fermenters in because we're still we're to the point now where we're starting to scale up our production. Uh, last year, we was up against a sales constraint. I mean, a production constraint. Mm-hmm. We couldn't make it fast as we could sell it. Uh, uh, good problem to have. Yeah. So this yeah. year, uh, so this past year, we put a new fermenter in. Oh wow! And we quickly went to a sales constraint. 
and we're starting to get past that. As soon as we get past that and we get to a production constraint again, we'll we'll end up buying another fermenter and we'll so, stair step that, you know, out for the next few years. How many active sales guys do you have out in the field selling for you? Uh, <laughs> two. <laughs> that was quick. That's about because that's all you really need, huh? Yeah, we uh, we've got actually got some some. Can't say, they're they're actually brand ambassadors is what we call them. Yeah, they'll they'll out there they're out yeah. there selling the beers. Oh, that's you know, good. And I mean, getting no. the word out. Well, building relationships, right? Because that's yeah, that's, that's basically what doing. it is. They love right? it again, yep. again. Which by by the way is probably one of my favorite things about what we are all doing here, which is participating in this in this little level, this, this community, right? Mm-hmm. Which is you know your brand ambassadors are non paid people who go out and sing your praises, right? And and, and carry on what you're doing. And I think it's, I think it's great. Yeah, we had a little Christmas party from here last week. Oh, that's cool. So everybody, cool. everybody here, give them a little Christmas. Well, Christmas gift. Well, that was fantastic. Nice. Yeah, we, it was well, good to get everybody together. I, I like that. Yeah. Like yeah, no, that's great. We were commenting on. Our, we were talking about like on our last podcast how you know we feel like employers they they just really fucking shove it to the employee and they don't do a Christmas party mm-hmm. at the end of the year. And it's like, what kind of fucking message do you send? You know, yeah. to your employees when you're not doing that. Yeah, I know. It's like it's very. Uh, it's important to to carry that like very positive thing at the end of the year. Like, hey, I'm wrapping up everything we're doing here. You guys did a fantastic job. This yeah, we talked about you know the things year. that we had accomplished this year. That you know things that we're going to do. Things next that we're going to do next year. Where we're going with this thing. Kind of keep them all involved. And well, we got four or five brand ambassadors now that are just strictly volunteers that go out and. Yeah. I got one that does the guy Chris that does our social media. Chris uh-huh. Gibson. Mm-hmm. He's strictly a volunteer. He has a full time day job. Oh, that's cool. And he goes out and sells beer. He does yeah. all. He's great stuff. selling beer. What about what about volunteer brewers? I mean, those, do you have anybody who comes in volunteers? We have some people that come. I mean, we yeah. typically brew on a Saturday or a Sunday, yeah. and yeah. we tell people if you want to show up and brew beer, show up and brew beer. That's fucking awesome. Oh, that's we'll, awesome. We'll yeah, you, you know, like, like and actually, that, one of our brand yeah. ambassadors came in that way. Yeah, Diego came oh, really? in that way. He came yeah. in and brewed. There's a lot of people. I mean, there's a lot of people I know personally. Like they go out and they just volunteer because they want to learn. You know, and it's so fucking cool that like guys like you or like I know a lot of people over at Eureka Heights. You know, they just let people come in. They're like. You want to learn? Start fucking lifting bags, dude. Exactly. You know, like yeah. grab that hose. Start, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Well, here's a brush and a bucket. Yeah, you want to want to fucking clean? You want to clean the bright tank? Do it, man. So, yeah. so I have a question. What are you guys' thoughts on the uh, Houston craft brew scene? What, what, what are your thoughts on that? Uh, like, do we have room for expansion? Do we have room for growth? Uh, do we think we're saturated? Uh, how do you feel about being this far out of town? Do you feel you like you're still part of Houston, even though you're in Tomball? What are some I think, of the things no, you thought? I think I think it's great to be this far out of town. I agree uh, with that. There's a, a, a definite community feel out here that you don't get in town. Um, there's a lot of neighbors. If you notice, we're surrounded by five big neighbors, neighborhoods. Yeah. Uh, so they spend a lot of time over here. So we get a lot of regulars. We like to think of it as we are their brewery, their local brewery. Well, their neighborhood yeah. brewery. Their neighborhood brewery. So yeah. There used to be a bunch of them in this country before Prohibition. Absolutely. Yeah. After Prohibition, they all shut down. Yep. And then the only what, thing that was left was the big breweries. Yeah, I mean, because they switched uh, gears and did something else <coughs> in business mm-hmm. during those they like sold, nine years. They sold beer everywhere else that they yeah. could. That and they, only the big boys survived, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, so we, we talked about this on a few other episodes, but what I'm noticing, like what you guys are doing, is it's essentially like a neighborhood bar, right? Yeah. And it's a neighborhood brewery, and you're just seeing like th- these pockets, right? And you're just seeing these like individual pockets of people. You know, they live in and around, like you guys were saying, they live in and around the brewery, and it's like their home brewery. You know, it's just like, what's your favorite bar? Now the question is, what's your favorite brewery? You yeah. know, and so what's your what's your local that you go to every day? You know, I so. stopped at H E B on the way. I went and picked up my wife, and on the way back, we stopped at the H E B at Grant Road and Spring Cypress side down there. 
four people walked up to me and said, "Hey, man, I love your beer. Your beer's awesome. We come in there all the time." Yeah, like a yesterday, celebrity. Yesterday, <laughs> I was at Loopy Tortilla, and I'd been sitting there eating lunch at the bar. And the guy sitting next to me finally turns and goes, "Hey, man." I want to introduce myself. I'm Greg or yeah. whatever his name was. I love you guys' beer. We come to the brewery all the time. We love it that you can put whatever on the TV. You guys are so cool. That's got to be a cool feeling, right? It so, is. It's super cool. I walked yeah, in we're all laid back here. Two people uh, at Walmart talked to me. So yeah. I'll say that, that to me, to me, that is another big component about, about what you guys are doing here and doing right is that, uh, <clears throat> look, you have the best taste in beer, but who the fuck wants to go there and hang out with a bunch of shitheads? You know, yeah. I mean, like I wouldn't. You know, if, if, if I came here and everyone was were, were assholes, there's no way. But the fact that you guys are that laid back, like you said, and like really cool and open, and like friendly, you, you have to embrace that. You know, and, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's, that's that's probably that's a really cool feeling. Like, hey, I want to I want to introduce myself. Like, uh, normally I wouldn't do this. I feel a little weird. I mean, I'm like, yeah. Yeah, you feel I'm weird like, all the time. Yeah, I'm like, I know. <laughs> it's crazy. Uh, so, uh, quick question. So, what you guys got on tap right now? What are you guys most proud of right now that you guys got out there? Uh, Holy cow. We just put out probably one of the best number 48s that we've made yet. <clears throat> we uh, And we have done nothing different to it. We've, we changed the coffee in it. This is the yeah. only thing that we've done. Okay. We were um, using HEB's coffee. Oh, We were using HEB's uh, pecan coffee. And, yeah. Uh, the, it's called the local roast. What's that? Our new roaster? District roasters. District roasters. District roasters uh, out of Tomball. Yeah. They came in and said we can make a coffee as good, if not better, oh, really? than the HEB coffee. And oh, nice. I said, go for it. If Fuck you can yeah. do it, we'll switch. And they That's brought awesome, it in. Dude, and it yeah. was, that coffee tasted just like number 48 by itself. Wow, really? Yeah. And then yeah. we put it in the in the number 48, yeah. and it's a, it made it a lot better beer. Yeah, there's this uh, – yeah, so it's funny. Like, I, uh, there's this uh, dude I know in my neighborhood, Avid Coffee – just like runs this small little tiny coffee truck. It's like a food truck, yeah. but he sells coffee, right? I drugged these fuckers out there to go get like a cup of coffee right before we recorded one day. And they're like, why do we have to go average, to this? Average like, why do we have to fucking average. go to this fucking coffee truck? <laughs> yeah, fuck you, dude. The roast is and like. I, I drink it black. I, uh, by the way, which I heard that drinking black coffee is like, is like a psychopath. Anyhow, yeah, you're right. It is psychopathic behavior. But this guy's roast is like so unique, right? Yeah. And it's so fucking good. But guess what? Brash Brewing, they pick up this guy's beans, dude, and they put it like in, in, their, in their new coffee variant. Yeah. So it's fucking great. But back to your point, like. You know that's what makes like a fucking local, like well, a local what? neighborhood beer. We want to you know? do. We want to. We're here to support the local community because yep. the local community supports us. Absolutely, dude. We had a, I had a guy stop by earlier this morning, ring the doorbell. Hey, yeah. I know this is kind of a weird question, but I'm getting ready to head to San Antonio, and my uncle loves Aunt Rose. Can yeah. I buy some Aunt Rose from you guys? I'm like, man, if we're here. And if there's cars here, you ring that doorbell. If oh, you yeah. want to buy beer, we will sell you beer. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So the guy comes in, and we start talking, and he says, man, I sat with your mom and dad one day, and they told me the whole story about Aunt Rose and how the, how the beer got its name. And, and then he goes, I want to. I also want to thank you because I'm a Marine, and you guys donated a keg to the Marine Corps Ball this year. Oh, that's and, awesome. And it was such good beer, and it was just great. And we started talking, and by the end of the conversation, I was yeah. like, here's three cans of Aunt Rose, three crawlers of Aunt yeah. Rose. Have a happy Merry Christmas. Christmas and tell your uncle that uh, to enjoy the beer. And he's like, nice. well, how much do I owe you? I was like, you don't owe me anything, man. You yeah. paid your price. You did three oh. tours in Iraq for me. I'll, that's okay. Fuck yeah, I'll dude. buy that for you. That's me. awesome. Therein lies one of the great things you can do with, with your with, with what you're doing because you give away a little bit of product that that guy will never – he'll be the biggest champion of what you do here. Yeah, exactly. And I turned – as soon as he walked away, I turned around and went to the cash register and bought my beer. There you go. Bought him the beer. <laughs> I mean, that's what you do. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool. Yeah. Uh, hey, I got a quick question for you. So, how many hours a week do you think this com- this takes out of your life? What, what do you, what's your hourly oh, commitment? Well, 
first year. Yeah. <laughs> it, was, it was a lot of 50, hours. Yeah, 50 to 60 the 50, first year. Uh, additional to what you currently uh, yeah, on top of, on top of 50 that we work yeah, yeah. on our day it's, jobs. It's cut, back, it's cut back for, I guess, the two of us yeah. uh, good. this year. Is it because you're not having to babysit the day-to-days? Right. I mean, okay. there's, there's more of us here now. So now we have full-time employees that are here. So yeah, during so the day, they're the, doing hey, the cleaning big, and that stuff. That was a big step. How, how'd that go? I mean, what, what it went was, well. I mean, well, I mean, uh, yeah. you know, the Southern State guys just walked in. There we go. Oh, Southern, there we go. One of our favorite food trucks. <laughs> Hell yeah! Uh, it, it went great. I mean, we've we've had some we've had some really good employees. I mean, they've yeah. they've stepped up. That's good. Dustin started out as a volunteer. Yeah, because when I first met him, he was a volunteer. He's like, yeah, I don't work here. I'm a volunteer. Yeah. I was like. And then he lost Dude. his job. And oh, yeah. They were like, uh, and he's like, this is really what I want to do for the rest of my life. I don't want to go back into oil and gas because that was not where I want to be. I want to make beer. Yeah. And so we made a commitment to Dustin, and he made a commitment to us, and we stepped it up, and we make it, he can now at least make enough money to live. That's good. That's good. Not well, I mean, going to get rich. Well, yeah, but I mean, you know, he, he's probably looking at this long term. And mm-hmm. speaking of long term, uh, where do you guys see this in three and five years? Uh, hopefully, a multi- another site in five years. Uh, I mean, keep this existing and like or moving. Keep another. Like keep this existing in, in another. Have another. you ever thought about any other cities? What do you know yes, about? Yes, I've thought, I've thought about uh, Beaumont. Uh, what do you know about Las Vegas? By Las the way, Vegas. Las Vegas is a wildly underserved craft brew beer market. Do you know that? Very is the Henderson. Bo- you mean Henderson, Nevada? No. Uh, well, On your best reports, it's Henderson, Nevada. I'm just letting you know. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's never Las Vegas on an expense never, report. Oh, that's true. I know. We're doing a drunk cast. I, I don't know why you're talking about Nevada so much. That makes sense. Well, I, I just visit Nevada a lot, and uh, I realize, and I've, I've studied it, and like I've been searching on the, on the intranets, uh, that it is a wildly underserved craft brew beer market. And uh, there's only it's like, there's very few, and obviously people aren't going off the strip or going, out, going away from downtown. But there's a, there's a lot of other shit to do in that town. No. Uh, yeah. I, you know, I've never, ever been off the strip. Well, uh, I went to, like, Fremont Street. I spent about a half a month there in the last 18 months yeah. and never even sniffed the strip. Never sniffed really? the strip? What does yeah, that we mean? Just, well, we never, went, we never went by the strip. That never. sounds disgusting and perverted. But. I know. What do you do if you're not going to the strip? <laughs> exactly. Stay in opulent mansions in Summerland. And other <laughs> <laughs> Excuse me. That's right. <laughs> Mr. Hoity-toity. <laughs> No, but anyway, so uh, speaking of, so we're talking about expansion. So you're talking about maybe another city around here, yeah, this yeah. kind of southeast Texas region. We're talking about expanding in Tomball, Cypress area. Yeah, if you, if you go to another yeah, we'll, we'll we'll expand here first. Oh, for sure. But I think yeah. I think you know around the five year, like the the yeah. three year you were talking, you were talking about five year. The yeah. five year, I think we're going to be looking at a, uh, quick question a new about site. The, about your uh, space you have here. Do you have any? Can you do anything else additional to this parking lot? Are you allowed to do anything else? I know you have to pull your tables and stuff in here. I just, I just feel like there could be. Uh, I mean, you have some underutilized space out there. Is there anything else you can do? Now, what we really like to have is behind us. There's a, a retention pond. a retention pond. Yeah, and if we could do something with that retention pond and make up. Patio. Patio. That's what we'd like. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fantastic. But uh, we haven't got a a lot of traction on that yet. What what, what are your holdouts out there, if you don't mind me asking? Uh, Landowner. The landlord. landlord. Uh, (laughs) Always the landlord. Who's your landlord out here? Is it private? It's it's private. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so he he just he just built these uh, th- these mixed use facilities and said rent them out. Yep. Don't do don't add anything to them. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and that's not part of the what we uh, what we you know, pay for back there. That'd okay. An add on. So. 
we're right. gonna we're doing some stuff with the guys across the street this uh, coming up this next spring. Yeah, uh, we're gonna build the we're gonna put a bigger fence up out here to block off the other the houses over here. Yeah. And we're gonna build a, like a little beer garden in oh, between cool. that building and the fence over oh, there. Oh, nice! Oh, wow. Put some tables we'll and take, stuff we'll out have, there. We'll take half of his half of his spot too, so we'll have a another. Oh wow, we're expanding over there. Yeah. Entrance. Oh, over that, is awesome. that is awesome. That is awesome. No, that's great. I think that's. Uh, I, th- I think you guys. I mean, your space is uh, relatively, you know, small. Small, yeah. But I mean, you have, you have a lot. We can of, always go up. Oh, that's right. Well, this is good. Very good. Yeah, he told us we could go up. We could build, <laughs> build, build a second story. It's a modular. You can go up and another. Move the you know, this is. Uh, but this is this is how you do it, right? I mean, this is so. You know, breweries they start off in industrial parks, right? Yeah. And I mean, I remember going to St. Arnold's. Yeah, it was at an industrial park. Like it was so like, and I think about it like what it is now, right? I was at the tap room. Uh, like, yeah, on they're Friday. getting like they're getting like international coverage on that stupid fucking thing they built up. There. <laughs> Whoa, you're so mad. There. Yeah, wait, wait, hold have you guys on. Been there? I've been there. I have. Yeah, I've been there. What do you think? Wait, wait, what's wrong with what's wrong with St. Arnold's? I, I just I'd don't love like, to have it out. out what there. a fucking yeah, did, <laughs> did you have seven dollar water? Exactly. I don't fucking okay, like whatever. They have seven dollar water there, dude. They're trying to pay for their fucking tap room. water. Oh, actually, it's really good. Have you had it? Have you had it? He's telling me about it. I've never had it. Actually, I had it for the first time when I was there. It is like Topo Chico, right? It tastes like Topo Chico. And just a fucking hint of hop. And it is so, so good. Are you okay? Uh, Did I just lose two tokens? Are you out of beer? Oh, you're out of beer, too. You're really, really bad. Oh, I dropped one. Anyhow, um, so my point was... I knew it. I knew it. I knew I had four left. I knew I had four. So anyhow, my my, my point is is that um, St. Arnold's, you know, they started. Fuck, they started just like this. Actually, it was way worse than this. I mean, it was it was just I mean, it was just tanks, right? I remember going in there like on like a November evening for like a Christmas party, sweating my tits off. I mean, it was so fucking hot, right? Yeah. So I think where they started and like where they are now, it's like mind blowing. Same thing with Carbach. Do you remember Carbach? Oh, gross. Oh, yeah. I mean, which is horrible. Yeah, but 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 fuck them. But but my point is, is that like they started in this like very very small okay. industrial park, and then they moved on to like this huge. I'm going to ask a hard question here. No, you're mad. Go ahead. I'm going to ask the Carbach question. Here we go. ABN walks over here with their fucking checkbook in their hand. What are you going to do? Uh, uh, what do we uh, do? We have a price. Everyone's got a fucking price. Of course they got a price. I don't know. It's all, it's always, we, don't, we don't have one that we have spoke about, but, no. you know, you've seen that commercial where the two guys are in the office. You big corporate guys. All you want to do is just take over the little guy, and the guy writes a, a number on the check, and the guy goes, so, okay, we're yeah. out of here. Well, See of course. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Everybody's got a price. I mean, we build, you build a business to be successful. You know, I, I, always, I always tell people, like, I'm so, going, yeah, you're right. Absolutely. But is that the path to success? To no. sell? No. Right? By I mean, no, no means. No, no, no. By no means. That's not That's not, that's not why we're here. here. Now we're here and to if make it presents beer. Presents itself, and it's well, of course. our number would have to be really high. It's, it would be life changing. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it's got it's got to be a number that I mean, like it would be life changing. Seven no. of us. Listen, yeah. here's the deal. Not like, I fucking understand it, right? But I'm I, I still hate on it, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I, I, I I still fucking hate I'm on really it. Really happy and, for the guy. And I yeah, and I, I understand. Drink, I drank. I, I used to drink Carbot. Car, Hopadillo was my beer. I mean, yeah. that's what I drank everywhere I went. Yeah, and I haven't. I have had. I've had, had a couple any. because I've been out uh, making sales calls, yeah. and I know the Carbach rep. And yeah. when I see him, he buys me a beer, and I buy him a beer. Okay, so yeah. he drinks one of ours, and I drink one of his. That's the way we work. Every time we see each other, I, that's I, the only way I'm going to drink one is if he buys it for me. Okay, there you go. So you'll <laughs> actually pay for it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, out of sheer principle, I can't fucking do it. I mean, it's just like it's a 
it's just a personal thing, man. And and call me a fucking hipster, call me an elitist. I don't give a fuck. I I just can't do it, man. It just hurts. Well, like, I mean, well, ABM Bebs are out now after us. Yeah, they're now they're. They used to be. That used to be my beer. I was a yeah. Budweiser guy. I drank yeah. Budweiser until the cows come. Dude, out. I, I, Mister Bud. Dude, my first beer was a Bud Ice, man. Yeah, I still have a Mister Bud Man hanging in my garage. Yeah, nice. You know, the flying yeah. Mister Bud Man yeah. hanging in my garage. Spuds Which is pretty fucking cool. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't. I don't think I have a Spuds McKenzie. Well, I mean, the big thing about AB InBev for me, at least, was you know, at least it used to be American beer company, you know. Yeah. And like it was St. Louis, and it was you know the fucking Clydesdales and all that stuff. America. You know? yeah. It was it was fucking American, you know. And now it's just like this. Oh, fucking by the way, corporate behemoth. And speaking of those uh, those uh, Clydesdales, I was at a uh, Dickens on the Strand years ago. Yeah, uh, you remember that? You ever been in one of those <laughs> yeah, things yeah. before? Uh, and uh, they used to bring the Cly- the Budweiser Clydesdales down there, and uh, the, uh, the, the the parade was all a big part. It was like the, the culmination to the end, and uh, everyone lined up on both sides of the street. Well, they had this corner. And uh, they were bringing in the Budweiser Clydesdales. Those things are fucking monsters, man. Those things are huge. And the, and the wagon's no punk either. And that's pretty big, too. Well, they took the turn too fast. And if you know in the strand, the curbs are up like uh, 18 inches or so. They're up like maybe 20 inches or so. And so everyone was like having to like desperately jump on this curb because the, the, the horses took this turn really tight. And they were like this close to fucking like rolling over people's, stomping on people's feet and like killing people. Wow. At Dickens on the Strand, which would have been... What a lawsuit that would have been. Me- a lot more memorable. That would have been interesting. Yeah. Than, and almost. But those uh, up close, those fucking animals are, are monstrous. The day, They're beautiful, the, though. The day that in, they, that Budweiser killed people on the Strand. I know. I, I know. Oh, no, in a Is fucking that the parade. blood part? I, I, I promise you. I, we, I, can, we can go there. Sure, we can go there I'm pretty sure want. that was the last year that... I, I think that was the last year they had those because it was so close. Because it got so bad. The last yeah. year they, they would they bring them down there. Go yeah. ahead. No, I mean we can go there if you want to. T- I mean, listen. First Deadly of all, horses. I really and the problems they cause. I really is appreciate. His face getting flush. No. <laughs> yes, it is. Listen, so I've drank his most of I drank most flushed. of that beer. Yeah, he drank uh, half a brother. And Renard. guess, hey, guess who's feeling what? Guess I have a question. By the way, that's that's a really good beer. That's a <laughs> oh, very good. very good beer. Glad, we're glad you enjoyed um, it. Yeah, and uh, he's a fucking snob. He you know like what though? You know what? Snob. Actually, what got me started was Belgian beers. Uh-huh. I mean, that's like you know Chimay. And um, I don't know, Meritsu. Like, those are the beers. I, I mean, first of all, I drank one and I'm flying, you know? I drink a triple or tripel or whoever the mm-hmm. fuck you are saying those things. Uh-huh. And, like, you know, my whole life I was drinking Bud Light and, like, I drank this one beer and it changed my life because, yeah. like, I could get drunk after drinking one beer, right? Mm-hmm. But then, you know, obviously came around, like, the <laughs> taste, the hot profile. You know the grains, that's that sort Marcus of thing. You know, baby, right there. He but for me, baby. like that's what really, you know, that's what really did it for me. You know, and um, I don't know. Anyhow, sorry. Uh, so, I have a question. you have a question? So, sorry, go ahead. Uh, so it's, it's it seems like you guys, it, everything has been nothing but fucking rainbows and fairy tales all this whole entire time. Has it always been this easy, or have you guys ever gotten any any, there's, any there's, issues? We're kind of like a duck on water. It looks really calm on top. But we are like chaos underneath the water surface. <laughs> Funny you say that because e- even producing this fucking rinky dink podcast is yeah. a p- fucking pain in the ass. It's like the Brady Bunch, yeah, but darker. I mean, I've said more horrible things to this asshole I've known for over 20 I years. I have overcome yeah. so many obstacles. I know, I know. In the last two years. So, no, any, anybody, ever, anybody ever fight? Anybody ever Any fist fights? Yeah, no, that's a good question. Fist no fist fights? We're, we're, no, all, fist fights. we're all pacifists here. We don't, really? We're not into no fighting. yelling matches or anything. If we have issues, no, no, yelling matches. Beer. Come on. No yelling matches? If we, yeah, wait, if wait. we have issues, we go we're all We're all passive-aggressive. Really? It's, re- it's really weird. Are you really? <laughs> all right. All right. Here, here's a question. I didn't think so. All right. All right. Uh, let's pretend you like your, your current employers aren't listening to this. 
How close are we to quitting our daytime j- day jobs? I t- uh, gave my one year notice uh, last no week. No shit. Did hey, you really? Oh. Hey, man. Congratulations, dude. Marcus, where are we at? Uh, that was okay, a, you can five five I might have years. to. I might have to. Uh, you know, work at Walmart on the side. Yeah, yeah. Like but greeter. I'm not gonna. Yeah. I'm not driving. To hey, Maryland. hey, slow down. What's in your cart? What the hell is in there? I'm not driving to Maryland anymore. No, but you look like a you look like a greeter, man. I can totally do it. I can see the vest and everything. Hey, what's your hey? What's your what's your favorite brewery besides your own? Yeah, in the city. Oh no, you can't. That's a fucked up question. You can't. Oh, I know. I know. Man. I was, okay, go ahead. He's not gonna like it. Marcus, go what? ahead. I'm St. Arnold's man. Oh, really? Yeah. Fuck. I uh, I've been out to Ingenious, and I like some of their stuff. Yeah, Ingenious is good. I was out at. Uh, I don't get to go to very many breweries, but I was out at. Um, Southern Yankee. Yeah. Ooh. And they have some pretty good they beers, They do. Too. I was there the other day. Yeah, yeah. they're very good. Yeah. Uh, then I, I like some of the beers over here at um, Twisted Acre. They're yeah. a, a new so, one. Okay, you, I was going to ask you, local competition. Do you see your the local people as competition or as people who are also participating in this? They're also participating. They're also participating. Okay, see, so yeah, that, that's what I like about what breweries do. This is the difference. It's like, hey, I'm, these aren't competitors. These are these are participants in what we're all trying well, to see, do. What here. we do here is we have a, a tasting room. It's, we call it a tasting room. It's yeah. not a place that you come and hang out. But you're, most people don't come and hang out. Yeah, you're not. Most f- people come to have two or three beers, then they'll go to the next one, and they'll yeah. have two or three beers, then they'll go to the next one, yeah, and they'll yeah. have two or three beers. It's a journey. And then they usually end up back here. Yeah. Because they're like I'm going to end it here and then before they go home. Yeah. So I mean, yeah. you'll see the same people two or three times in one day. Yeah, yeah and go and out and come back. Not, it doesn't feel like you're fighting for for business here. Where bars are like, it's so different at bars where it's like I, I want to be the place you you go this one night and that's it. Where breweries feel like, hey, come by, cool if you stick around, cool if you don't. You know, hey, we're gonna have this cool this fucking food truck this day or this one we won't or whatever. And and that I think is is like. Is what gives us gives breweries that little um, that extra. And to me, I, I will never go back to another bar. I'm, I'm done with like conventional bars. That's another question. Do you guys go to conventional bars besides tap houses or breweries? I or, go to uh, conventional bars all the time and sell beer. Oh, there you go. Yeah, Shit, there you go. that's right. That's all I do, though. I mean, yeah, that's true. Yeah, I don't even myself. like when I'm when I'm not here, and I, if I'm somewhere that doesn't have my beer, I don't even drink beer anymore. Oh wow, yeah, because really, I, I, I don't. I don't want to drink anything but ours. Oh my yeah, god! I don't have my beer. I drink vodka. Whoa, that's fucking hardcore. Yeah. Well, that's I, I, it is. I, I imagine a question: If you want a beer and you can't get a bearded fox beer, what is your guilty pleasure beer? Oh, I kind of experiment. I mean, uh, see what they got. Uh, but of, like of mass produced, like. And I, I need a beer. Oh, mass produced. Oh, yeah, yeah, like, like beer. I, 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 to oh, me, I, I, for instance, I, I'm at a Mexican restaurant. I, I'm, I'm drinking. I'm a drinking Tecate or a Dos Equis or. A if I'm at a Mexican restaurant, I'm drinking Carta Blanca. Carta Blanca. Yeah, there you I'll go. Carta Blanca. Do you have if a guilty I'm at pleasure? An Italian restaurant. I'll drink a, per, uh, a Moretti. Um, I do quite a bit of traveling, so if I'm in Mordello, the, north, what are they the northeast, Moretti? I'll drink Yingling. Yep. Oh, oh, dude, yeah. Yingling's good. so good, dude. Yeah. No, it's like Yingli is like the shiner of the Northeast. That's, man. Exactly. That's the oldest yeah. it really is, in the dude. United States. Yeah, it's always just kind of been there, but it's never really like, yeah. exploded like <laughs> it should. Did you hear that? Uh, they're in Louisiana now. I know. I, I, Weird. I, well, I go, it's like I, a different country. So. I know. I go to Louisiana. Makes sense. I go to Louisiana often. My wife's from there, uh, and um, uh, I pick up Yingling sometimes for friends of mine mm-hmm. when they ask for it. You know, the, the dark and the light and the lager. Mm-hmm. Did you hear that um, brewery shutting down? Which one? Um, Nah, I can't think of it. <laughs> Going out in West Texas. Um, uh, you got to look it up. 
West what's Texas. The name of it? I give up. What's the name? I don't know. I don't know the game. They uh, they were one of the uh, fallouts from the um, from the the Canadian ca- uh, brewery manufacturers that shut down. Labatt? Uh, no, not Labatt. No, it's not um, Labatt. Ours. Um, <coughs> who makes our brewery? In it. Who, who makes our brewery? Who is our manufacturer of our brewery? NSI. NSI has gone out of business. Oh, you're talking about you know, you're talking about the equipment manufacturer. Equipment manufacturer. Yes, because oh, because okay. of this brewery. Uh, oh, it was another brewery. They were they were waiting on equipment from them and put a bunch of money down. Yeah. And the, since that NSI shut down, they're not getting any of that. So that's money what cost it. Is that what cost it? Yeah, they went into receivership. Oh, oh wow. Okay. Ooh, that's not good. Well, no, I, I I remember the equipment manufacturer like they went bankrupt. Like they didn't have money. Everybody had to put. Deposit down, right, to get their equi- okay. Yeah, so I see what you're saying. So those guys went out of business because they put their fucking deposit down. And yeah, that's right, dude. That fucking sucks, man. I can imagine that. And that's like straight well, up cash. Our like stuff you can never built 20, 21 years. Ago, so. <laughs> we can't get any more equipment from them. And no, like, no. and like you never, you'll never get that money back. You know, like yeah, and that's it. They're they've gone into receivership and yeah, and that's some fucking crazy shit, dude. Man, wow! So, where did you guys get your uh, your brewing equipment? So we Where's got it from? Uncle Billy's old system. Uncle Billy, what does Uncle that mean? Uncle Billy's uh, barbecue and brew house in Austin, Texas. No shit! Oh wow! Yeah, so they've been around for a long time. So, yeah, uh, we've got their old equipment. Whenever they upscaled, we we got the ten barrel system. Oh, nice! Very cool, man. Nice. Congratulations, dude! So it's uh, circa nineteen ninety seven. Wow! Oh, hey! So, we got, you know, we got, I went back there. It's yeah. like a lot of copper. I saw a lot of copper. Yeah, over it's there. all copper on the outside. It's stainless everywhere. Though. Yeah, that's pretty it's just cool though. Clad because yeah. it's their show brewery. You know, yeah. they have a, oh, like a like brew display or something. Yeah, they're brew pubs yeah, yeah. inside their restaurant. Uh, Dustin yeah. said you guys you guys uh, host a, uh, at least one event a month in there. Yeah. yeah, I think it's least. fucking great. Yeah, yeah I'd love to do something in there. I would totally do something. We've in had there. all kind of events over there. We had uh, a barbecue cook-off, cook-off team, team meeting in there last night. Yeah. Oh, that's oh great. really? Yeah, that's great. Were they we any good? Wedding receptions. We've Was had, the barbecue any good? They uh, they do. It's the team is called the Third Coast Cookers. Oh, okay. And they cook at the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo. Okay. They're a spe- uh, the guy that started it was once on our team. Greg Brenham. Oh, okay. And then he had been on the waiting list to get into the cook-off uh, with his own team for 22 years. Holy shit. And they finally granted him, uh, <laughs> and so he quit our team and went and started his own. Oh, wow. Right, so if I can circle back to a question earlier about the hour commitment you guys put in every week, uh, considering it's probably gone down some in these later oh, yeah. years, um, is that, you know, speaking as a married man, has that put a strain on your relationships at all? Do you find that to be an issue? Have you had any... Sort of like, uh, like, oh, the, my, you know, this has been like a major problem for us. Or it was uh, just to be honest, my kids are older, and they were out of the house already. Okay, nice. So uh, the only one that's still at the house is our son, and he'll be twenty-one in February. Oh, okay, uh, and he works here. Uh, he's usually behind the bar, uh, but it wasn't a real bad commitment. My wife comes up here quite uh, sometimes. Oh, nice. I think I've seen everybody here yeah, before. Yeah. And, uh, it wasn't that 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 much of a of an issue for me. Now, ten years earlier, probably I couldn't have done this. Yeah, you got kids, you yeah, got commitments. You've got you're bringing them everywhere. You're going to the sporting events. Yeah. You're doing all kind of things with the kids. All that stuff is past for me, and now it's kind of quiet at the house. 
So now this is a great occupier of time. Yeah. Yeah. And the wife, she really didn't want me at the house all the time anyway. She's like, go find something to do. Just like, occupy yourself. When you're at the house, you just disturb my whole world. Yeah. Like, all right, I'll find something to do. Uh, My wife's just sitting over there. Yeah. Even better. Mom and dad. Yeah. Even better. Yeah. My wife comes up. We we did Monday night football here, just her and I. And then we got tired of that, so we quit doing Monday night football. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Our last Monday night football, we made. Fifty three dollars. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it's it's it's, it's, it's difficult. Yeah, a lot of people listen. A lot of people like they're coming from like a pretty hardcore fucking weekend, right? Yeah. And the last thing they probably want to do is drink on a Monday, yeah, right? Yeah, but you feel like you owe it to your customers to be available for them to come here for a Monday night yeah. football game. So you're you're obligated in a way. It's There's like always a try. I mean, yeah, yeah, you never know until you try. Yeah, yeah. Right. I know, hey, I can say I was here on Thursday briefly, and I mean it was a nice little crowd on Thursday. Mm-hmm. So I mean, yeah, that's all. I mean, that, that that's great. Yeah, Thursdays will still continue to be. Yeah, a night for that, us. that'll be a nice little default. Those default are day. Good, good, we had a good really good Thursday this week. Yeah. Good, oh yeah. Good I, I was here briefly Thursday, and it was it was it was getting it was a yeah. solid little crowd, and I was uh, I was gone before six thirty. Mm-hmm. My goodness, we were running long. Huh? We are running pretty long. Okay, <laughs> so listen, I think we're gonna wrap it up right here. Hey guys, I can't thank you enough for having hey, us. Out. I mean, we could probably uh, you, you guys have been great. We probably have another fucking hour. Yeah, I probably but, could. Oh but, yeah. This Anyhow. has been great. Uh, it's like guys. one of my brewery tours. Uh, yeah, mine too. <laughs> okay. All right, so yeah, so but we're gonna take a break and come back with a drunk cast. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna figure this out. So that's right. I'm You're not far from it. I'm barely putting words together. <laughs> okay, and we will be. I'll take over the mic, and we will be right back. Right back after right this. Back. Thank y'all. Everybody, we're back. Hey, hey, hey. You don't have to talk that close to the mic. <laughs> I know, dickhead. It's very. <laughs> I know. Hey, so I gotta say, this has been nothing short of fantastic. It's been good. Yeah, awesome. it's been fun. Good. It has been real. Glad fun. you guys have. Had, I'm glad you guys have had a lot of fun. Mike has been fun, man. My yeah. wife is here now with us instead Say of Marcus. Hi. By the way, uh, super wife, super awesome wife. Super wife. Yeah, By the way, guess what disturbed. she was doing? She was. She was sweeping the floors when we got here. Not so close to the mic, bro. Okay, this is this is this is Ralph <laughs> doing his power move. This is his power move. No, you're popping. I'm just saying. Safe. Okay. Say hi, Wanda. Hello. Hello. Anyhow, so sorry. Who do we have here? Wanda Sturm, uh, my wife of 17 years. Oh uh, my, my backbone. 17 years. Yeah, Congratulations. The one that lets me, uh, that supports me in doing all this hard work. There we go. Spending all this money. She can see the, the light at the end of the tunnel. Oh, my God. For a firm believer in that where it's like all the great things you could do are all, it's all fun and dandy. But had you not, if you don't have that wife at home taking, doing all that stuff and supporting you and being that person that you need her to be or that she needs you to be or whatever. You would never be. You would not be where you're at today. No, I mean, exactly. You can't so, do it without that. Support. No, but that goes both ways because he's very supportive of me as well and everything that I do. So it's a two way street. That's Question awesome. for you though: How? I mean, he's away from home a lot, right? Trying to work on this, right? Yes. Yeah. And so, how hard is? That? I mean, it's gonna be hard, right? 
it's difficult, but the other interesting thing is with my work, I actually travel with my regular job. Okay. And so because of that, we've had some experience with one of us being away. Right. And so it works out fairly well that we've learned how to do that. Okay. And so, like, he's away, like, a lot of times at night. But at the same time, it, it works out just fine because I know that he is doing, like, some really cool things up here to make sure that Bearded Fox is going to be the best. That's awesome. Yeah, dude. Yeah, and, and you know, uh, Mike's a big, I, I think Mike's a big part of, like, what helps make this place cool, which is, like, friendly, open, welcoming, and, like, uh, hey, this is a place that, you know, I, I want to come and I want to welcome a bunch of friends to come to. So, yeah, absolutely. So, my experience, just in my typical, like, day-to-day job, I've, I've been doing a lot of traveling to Alaska, right? And, uh, my wife has had to endure basically weeks upon weeks upon weeks of me not being there, helping out like a, you know, we, I have a two-year-old and, you know, I'm not there. And so it's been very, very difficult. So I feel your pain. You got one you over know. there. Oh, thank you very Wait, hold on. Wait, no, that doesn't sound right. I'm drunk. She feels your pain. <laughs> is what I'm trying to say. No, okay. I really appreciate that. And yeah, uh, yeah. it. You know, it's not fun necessarily to stay home and wash clothes and do stuff like that. But at the same time, you know you're doing it for a purpose. Right. And so when it, there's an end in mind, and because of that, it makes it all worthwhile. Yeah. yeah, much respect for the wife of a brewer. Hell yeah, dude. You know, I, I mean, your your life, your your jobby, your job hobby, new word I came up with jobby, today. You came up with that your today, jobby, yes. Jobby. Your jobby <laughs> is something that occupies That's what that those crucial about. hours, those after work hours, those right before bed. Hey, look, I get off. I get off work between you know six and nine o'clock at night, and we're going to reset till midnight. So we have a tiny window of time between work and sleep, and work and you know wake up and uh, go back to work that that we have uh, to deal with. And uh, to think that his jobby occupies so much of that jobby. That's right. I love it. I, I mean, that's, hey, that's pretty good. Huh? Yeah, hey, TM. Fucking jobby. Nobody else TM, can steal TM, that. Uh, there you go. Hey, you guys know what that's owned by beer, blood, hey, and the bayou. That's right. You guys know what a white hour. trash copyright is? <laughs> <laughs> it's when you uh, you write down an idea or a song or whatever, and then you mail it to yourself, ah. and you don't open it. When you don't open it, it becomes a federal document. Right? <laughs> so if it's mailed, it's 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 time so, stamped. Real, uh-huh. real quick on that. So I went to Belmont, Belmont University in Nashville, and I took a music business class. They actually proved that you can steam an envelope and actually open an envelope. So oh, you went to school for dickheads or what? Well, no. Bottom line, <laughs> you motherfucker, is that it can actually be proved in a court of law that. It can be open and shut. Yeah, so. for uh, thanks. So to, uh, he's saying that your redneck trademark sucks. Yeah, it's, it's white <laughs> trash. It's not redneck. It's, well, uh, no, it's actually, white trash. Redneck. We're all the same. That's right. Actually, the the original name for it was the poor man's copyright. Poor man's copyright. Hey, you guys know what? Uh, you guys know what poor man's first class air, airline tickets are? What? When you're flying and there's no middle, no one sits in the middle seat. <laughs> oh, right. Yeah, uh, yeah. I gave this young man a poor man's first class ticket to Mexico one time. Yeah. You did what? To a wedding. What are you talking? We about? We all bought t- me, you, and your ex-wife bought tickets on a 
uh, flight to Mexico. I don't remember this. And you, I didn't show up to the flight, and then y'all had a middle seat between y'all to Mr. S.W.'s wedding. Oh. Why, why did you sit with a seat between you and your wife? Y'all should have sat together. I, had, I don't know. Well, no, I, 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 I had to work, so I couldn't. The I same couldn't. reason that when we're on a plane and there's an empty seat in between us, He's, we don't sit next to each other. That's right. Oh, that reason. Oh, okay, it's more comfortable. Uh-huh. That would be it. Yeah. Whatever. Whatever. Right. So, but anyway, that's poor man's first class. Uh, but uh, I, w- I will say this. While the beer has What's been great, hey. the pizza has been subpar. <laughs> I'm joking. I know, that mother- the uh, they, they, you great. know what? Hey, the pizza is delicious. The pizza has tasted great. It just takes a while to get here. Yeah, and that's... Well, uh, well I mean, if you if you call yourself fire Sturm. pizza... Sturm? You should have, should have been should have been here at 1 o'clock. Hmm? Should have been here at 1 o'clock. Hey, but you know what? Prepping shit, yeah. figuring the good, hey, the good it's news your is... first time out. I, yeah. I gave him all the help I could. No. I gave him all the... No. the you did everything right. The, the love good. I could give him. Yeah. And you know what? His pizza is phenomenal. He's yeah. got a great concept. Yeah. His food is good. You know what? If you can make a good pizza dough... You're doing something. And yeah. if your sauce is, is mediocre and you have a good pizza dough, that's even better. That's right. Fair enough, fair enough. But his sauce is delicious. It's the good. pizza, listen, I, I'm, I'm related to him. I fucking hate him, okay? <laughs> like, no, I, I do. I mean, like, he is a... But the pizza listen, was good. No, 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 listen. I'll be honest, guys. Like, he is a... If I, if I just blow his fucking ass full of hot air, like... How, what kind of uncle am I, right? No, no, you have to no, be hard. Yeah. No, yeah, you have to be, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, like, I give him, like, every fucking piece of criticism I can. Right? Nice. And I'll tell you what. He makes good fucking pizza. Mm-hmm. He does. He really does. All he needs is a wood-fired pizza oven that cooks pizzas in three minutes. Exactly. A mobile yeah. unit. Mobile yeah. unit. Mobile he's, unit. Work, he's working That's on it. No, he's working on a brick and mortar. Yeah. How yeah, a mobile yeah, unit. Yeah, no, yeah, yeah, I mean, the pop-ups, uh, I mean, okay, so this this is this is what we this is when we get get down to talking about, which is like this local the, this local business attitude that we have, right? Which is like, hey, we're here to support local businesses, local lo- like a pop up, right? Yeah. This guy's a pop up. Eventually, he, he can turn into a, a brick and mortar. It, and yeah, yeah, we hope it does. He's I, actually I would, gonna, I would he's love actually to has a brick and mortar place. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's <laughs> great. He actually has a brick and mortar. In less than twelve hours notice. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Well, that's right. So. Oh, I understand, Mom. It's okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's he okay. makes his own dough, everybody. It's hey. awesome. Don't you know? Hey, you know who's being hard on him? <laughs> me. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, me, dude. So. That's fine. That's right, okay. We're trying to help me better. Yes. That's it. But you know hey. what? He's, he's, he takes criticism well. Yeah. And I, I was, we were out there looking at the heat oven earlier, and he was staring at it. I said, stop looking at it. Walk away. It'll cook faster. Yeah. That's right. Mike, I, I mean, I'm, I'll just put this out there. Between this interview, uh, between this exchange here and the interview from earlier, you guys need to have your own podcast. Well, Here do you guys want to help us uh, do that? I mean, I think Marcus has been thinking about it. It's I think not a, very hard. I think it's a podcast once a week from live it, from Bearded Fox would be really cool to do. I, I think you it should. Be. I think yeah. you should. And I, It's not very hard. It's not very hard, and that's something that we will definitely – chat about more okay. I'd love to help you out with cool. I would just set up a little podcast booth over here in the corner there we go and we'll have all the equipment here ready and then whoever wants to come in and do a podcast can bring their computer hook yeah. into our Mexican board but uh, I will tell you I, I think that uh, both you and Marcus and you guys have more than enough to say in a- I think uh, if I do this I need a blue microphone 
one that lights up. I need a, yeah, I need the, a microphone the light that lights up. Really awesome. Orange. Yeah, I need an orange one. It's pretty fantastic. I need I a beautiful. Hey, listen, I'll, I'll I know tell you, you want what. orange, but I think listen, the is real cool. quick, guys. So, I spend an extra twenty dollars for that fucking blue light, <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the microphones you guys are talking into, it's it's the same. Oh, they're saying some goodbyes. It is the same microphone. <laughs> no kiss. No kiss for you or no oh kiss for me. That was uh, Russ Clazel's wife it's and okay, family. Who's? Okay. Anyhow. Russell Clazel, he's one of, another oh, one of the yeah, owners. Russell, yeah. Yeah. All right. He's the so, angry owner. Wait, I love Russell. <laughs> oh, the angry actually, owner. Actually, wow. I, really, I, I like Russell a lot. Russ is just always pissed By off. By the way, he seems like he's got the greatest job in the world. I was talking about his job. He yeah, yeah. Like he's, he's, a, he's a chef at... Executive uh, chef at a... Uh, retirement fancy, community, fancy retirement yeah. community. Wow! And all they want is like fancy lunch. Really? Yeah. Hell yeah! It's awesome. Fuck yeah! Dude. So yeah, we're yeah, all exactly. gonna be living there one day. So that's great. right. That's right. <laughs> so wait, wait. All together, how many owners do we have? Uh, there are two, wait, 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 three hey, financial wait, owners, but total in all, we're, question. we're eight. Message question. If I said, all right, I like everything you're doing here. I like it all. I got a check, but and I want to pay for the whole fucking shebang. How many people are getting a cut? Eight. Eight people. All right. Well, that's really personal. Congratulations. Shut up. <laughs> Anyhow. Okay. Listen. Oh. She's eight. Seven. Seven. Oh, there's your pizza. Oh. I want a pizza. Oh, my God. I want a pizza. Where's my pizza? I'll take a piece. I'm not going to lie. Uh, I'm missing three pepperonis. Thank you. Here, have a piece. No, I'm good. I don't like mushrooms. Here, have a piece. This is cheap. Oh, my God. That's really good. We're still on the air. Yeah. All right. Guys. I just, I wanted to go back real quick because when he was talking about all the time apart that we have, we also have some time together because we commute to work together. That's awesome. So it is really great because we get that opportunity to talk. Because otherwise, it would be like you said, we'd never have any time together. So it is really cool that we get to do that in the mornings and in the evenings. And then he comes up here after he drops me off at home. So wow, actually, it's pretty awesome. Cool. I'll say this: my wife, um, my wife did social media for my for the business I work for, and it was really awesome. Like. Sometimes she'd call me in the middle of the day and ask a question. It would be business only. And we'd never, it would not be anything like a normal call. You know, and I really enjoyed that. And like we enjoyed that exchange where we're talking about business only. Like question, answer, boom, that's it. No, like, hey, babe, blah, blah, blah. It was like, no, love you, nothing, just question, answer. Yeah, I, I really like that. It's like very inspiring. It felt good. It's like, great. Oh my it's God. Great. I mean, my wife is a part of what we're doing together. And you have to be. If you're going to be married to someone, if they're not part of your life, then you're not married to someone. That's right. So My bu- life was so cool that when we started homebrewing beer, yeah, we were doing it in the garage. When we decided to make Bearded Fox, I said, all right, so we're going to have to stop brewing on a, at, at, at a five-gallon bear, a five-gallon, and we need to go to a 31-gallon. So 31 gallons is one barrel of beer. So we were we had been carrying, uh, picking up pots and moving them and transferring by gravity. So we built a, a one barrel brewery, yeah, which is our pilot brewery now. And my wife was kind enough to let us move it inside the house. We have a sunroom in our home, 
And we converted the sunroom to the brewery. God damn it. So My I, wife would never fucking do that. Guy. We had two fermenters you in there. Coolest wife ever. We had two Woo-hoo! fermenters in there, and we, there was always one that was overflowing. And she was like, as long as when you're done with this room, it goes back to being a sunroom, I'm fine with that. And you know what? It's back to a sunroom, and wow. she's a happy kid. Wow. I have a podcast room, like. It's uh, it's, it's a, a closet. Like a, it's a closet. It's, no, it's a finished stop. It's a master room. closet. No shelves. But listen, you gotta admit though, our sound quality is like leaps and bounds. It's been better. Leaps <laughs> and bounds because we're like in this study with like ten foot ceilings yeah. and like it's like being in here in a metal building. Yeah, yeah. this really reverb, bad. reverb, reverb. No, oh, we've totally, oh, we, yes, we've certainly upgraded. Very, yeah. very, very pleased. Well, you guys are more than welcome to come back here anytime. Yeah. We would love to have you. If you guys want to set up a, a like a weekly deal, like we were talking about hey, us doing it. We maybe really we, just, pre- we, we set up a a, a a weekly deal here. You guys come in and set up just like this, and we'll go. Well, uh, speaking from personal experience, it is incredibly hard to line schedules up just for a weekly uh, run. I would love to discuss that with you further. I see you every Sunday. Ah! You see me every Sunday. Yeah, yeah. The other two guys are hard. We, we, we have another. This was there's an, two other guys? We, him. Yeah. <laughs> this was an hour drive for me. Like, no shit. Like, it was. For you? Yeah. I mean, for us. Okay. I mean, Where do you live? We live out in. Uh, I live in the Heights. Okay. But. You live in Garden Oaks, dickhead. Whatever. Close enough. You motherfucker. <laughs> You guys are so rude to one another. Yeah, we hate each other. <laughs> listen, though, can we talk about this pizza real quick? It's pretty good, huh? Mm-hmm. Here you listen, my nephew, he's a piece of shit, but... He makes awesome pizza. He makes really good pizza. Hey, he you know really what? Does. It takes for fucking ever, but it tastes delicious. Yeah. One of these days, though, it'll be fire pizza. Like fire as in, like, fire 37 quick. seconds. Like fire quick, right? Yeah, yeah. My God. You know what? It's his you first time out. You see that? Th- that's what I love about this place. What? What happened? I just offered a piece of pizza to a bar to, to Russ who was just walking by. He's like, "Great!" Grabs a slice and walks by. <laughs> Fuck yeah! It, that's pretty odd that uh, Russ would say something. <laughs> okay. Didn't talk much. No. <laughs> All right, let's wrap her up. Can I have a sausage? Hey. You guys, thank you so much. Hey, you guys, I cannot describe to you how nice and how amazing you guys have been for having us out. You guys for having us. We appreciate being here. You guys are scrubbing the fucking floors when you no shit, dude. This will be broadcast uh, on the the twenty fifth, twenty fifth. So we'll be able to listen to it as we go from uh, New Orleans to Mobile. Oh my god, you guys going to New Orleans for Christmas? Uh huh. It's on iTunes, man. Awesome. It's an iTunes. But Me listen, too. there there will be like edited sections, okay? okay. But don't worry, like this whole thing will be in there, okay? Well, so. whatever, however it works. I'm just happy to be a part of it. Yes, cool. it's awesome. Guys, it, thank it you so much. It doesn't matter if you have me on here or not. I have fun. All right. We, we love will you. be. Thank y'all. Cheers, pros. Right back. Cheers after Bye. this. Cheers.
so the other thing I want to get in here real quick is uh, a few super fans, you know. So go ahead. What's your name? I'm Brian. Brian from West Comma, Texas. And that's all we needed to fucking know. And then who else we got here? Uh, this is Steve from Choose Houston. <laughs> <laughs>